Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Writer's Room. I'm your host, Shane Cooley, and with me as always... Uh, Connor Doyle. Hey, Shane. Um, Hello. Why are you talking like that? I'm a world-famous author, and I've always spoken with this sort of uh, diction. Wait, let me open my thesaurus before we get I feel like that's easily proved false. And how so would that be, my phraseology, my wording, my language, my parlance, usage, vocabulary? Well, because, you know, we record a podcast, a different podcast that we release every week. There's a sort of a weekly record of how you speak, your diction, your vernacular. Ah, yes. My idioms, my style, and the very important podcast, indeed. So you're from Aurora, Ontario, Canada. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody speak like this, including you. Yeah, Aurora, Ontario, Canada, Ruxburg, New okay, South well, London. Uh, welcome to Writer's Room, everybody. Um, I think Shane might be feeling a little bit insecure just because he hasn't been on Writer's Room in a while. Uh, there's no Jack Piss today, uh, so we're kind of taking over shop for right, him. The boys room. are taking over. <laughs> So just practicing my diction, my idioms, my style. He's bobbing his head from side to side like a snake. Shane's slithering back and forth as he writes furiously on this script. Getting into the mood. I've broken many a quill this evening. There's a ton of broken uh, Bic ballpoint pens. I don't know how to use them. The pigeons outside my apartment are... Have been keeping a hold, a tight grip of the, the feathers. Something's something's gotten into Shane. I don't know what it is, but did, did Shane, it, I mean, clearly you have really taken a leap into becoming a writer, uh, just with the diction. I mean, you're writing with quills and the breaking idioms, apart the ink, style, the, the idioms, vocabulary. Yes, you all of the aspects of a writer. Uh, so, what have you written? See, some say that's the most important part, and I, I'd i consider it tertiary to the lifestyle. It's true, you know. I see all of these people who like writing more than they like being writers. It's disgusting. It's horrible. What about the style? What about the pants? What about the beret? <laughs> what about the, the embossing of the lettering? What about the ideation? Hmm? What about the vocabulary? What about the expression, the terminology, the articulation, elocution, locution, pronunciation, and speech? Hmm? What is writing without words? Why it's pictures. (laughs) Writing's little pictures that aren't very good. I say to Da Vinci, if you're so great inventing your tanks and your helicopters and your men with too many arms, where's your books, hmm? Your novelettes. Now, listeners, you can't see, but Shane's slowly turning his glasses into a monocle. <laughs> it's cheaper this way. <laughs> Two for one. You know, it's it's contagious. It's very hard not to be swept up by your eloquence, by the the elegance and just your, your manner, Shane. You just have this presence in the room. It's full when you're here, you know? That's what happened to me. I watched a YouTuber... Speaking about Warhammer 40,000. 
Can you imagine that year? Well, he has. And he spoke like this. And I thought, I don't even care what you're talking about. I'm in. <laughs> 40 so, hours later, it was a mistake. But the voice has stayed. Yeah. You started getting some sort of alt-right views. A little oh, bit like- my. Pipeline. More like a slip and slide. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, well, it's very difficult not to do this with the way you uh, speak. It's hard not to follow it, to convey and express myself in oh, such yeah. a decadent and elegant and opulent way. The deliverer of these utterances is declamation fluency. When you utter these shouts, they go and express a, de- a declaration of ornate and polished, stately, sumptuous palaces of words, Shane. I see also that your thesaurus is falling apart at the spine. It's just, it's hard to flip so fast. (laughs) The paper cuts. Well, on this show, we typically read through some... uh, Let me just open my thesaurus here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, tales. <laughs> Do we not? You needed the whole thesaurus for that? Well, you see, what is a story but a collection of words, and what are words but collections of stories? And, uh... Sorry, Mike. Having trouble reading this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the chronicle of yarn that we're going to <laughs> read today, I'm sure, will be riveting. Connor, would you like to start? Yes. Yes, I would. Um, this is actually about the act of writing itself, my my script. I think you'll, you'll like it. That's the part I'm worst at. Mm. Perhaps I could learn. Well, maybe we'll have, you'll, you'll learn and have something for once this is done, you know. Here. Um, it's called uh, A Very Person of Letters. I relate. Excellent. And who will, shall I be playing? You shall play the lead uh, character. Mm-hmm. And what letter it- is he? A B, perhaps. It's actually Jacob. Oh. Oh, I'm misreading this whole thing. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Okay. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a story of the hard life of a writer making it in the city, the tough city, and then getting his big break and making it big. I fully agree with this because I've been living in tough city and I've been getting bigger by the day. Day, exterior, night, tough city. Cars are going on the sidewalks. You got to be tough to live in tough city. It's not easy walking around here. You want to take the train? Go ahead. I dare you. Trains are actually offices that gangs run out of. They, You walk inside and you want to hit done. You get on train A where the uh, big fangs are located you get on train b 
for the small toes gang. How's a writer supposed to live in this? We zoom in down into the city, down into Tough City, into a window lit by a sole candle. And uh, there's a writer scrunched up by the window trying to write by the light of the giant neon sign for dog food that's just outside. It's our man, Jingleheimer Schmidt. He finishes writing with an excited flourish when there's a, a knock comes at the door. Oh my. Knock, knock, knock. I just finished my masterpiece. And who is this? It's your, it's the landlord. You must open the door. Ah, lord of the land. Unfortunately, he'd hit his head and it speaks and sing song. Another genre of uh, art I do not respect. You better write something good because your rent is past due. That's I want a- you out of this accommodation immediately. Perhaps I'll write my most devious story yet. A check. <laughs> right, and how much does uh, this cost? Uh, what, seven dollars? Seven thousand dollars. Thousand. It's tough city, baby. Jingleheimer Jingleheimer Schmidt begins to scribble down on his check pad, but then he realizes that this may actually be the best thing he's ever written. Beginning to write smaller and smaller, he continues the story. Jingleheimer Schmidt, open the door, I need the check. Not even recognizing this, the man at the door, Jingleheimer Schmidt continues to write furiously on the front, on the back, on the margins, in tiny, tiny script, the best play he's ever written. The door finally he, unlocks. As he doth protesteth, so too shall I. Dictions of idioms. Jingleheimer, give me the check. I want the check. Give me the check. I want the money. You don't understand, senior landlord. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever written. Yes. 7,000 for a landlord by Jacob. Jingle Amishmith. That's the byline. You don't know, well, this is worth so much more to society. You may be a very person of letters, but I am the landlord, senior landlord. Give me the check. The landlord grabs the check and stomps out the door. Jingleheimer Schmidt falling to his knees, pleading with the landlord. Please, I'll never remember what I've written. I have the memory of a goldfish. Like a very smart one. We're not talking one at the carnival goldfish here, but still less than a regular human. Sorry, why are you here? The door shuts and Jingleheimer Schmidt is left in neon darkness. Downstairs, the landlord unfolds the check and uh, says, Finally, I have this check. Night City is tough for everyone, including me. He unfolds it and begins to read it and then weeps. 
I never read anything more beautiful. Jingleheimer Schmidt has a gun in his mouth when the door bursts open. I just, I was trying the taste. Wait, don't kill yourself. What was I doing with this? Who are you? This is beautiful. We must create it. And he, uh, the landlord gives Jingle Jimer Hammer Smith his, uh, his thing back, his, his check back. We was put on a production here in the apartment. Oh, well, I simply must get ready. The, the bill for wigs alone. Cut to interior. Jingleheimer Schmidt has a whole bunch of rats and cockroaches and denizens of Tough City helping him prepare for the big play. They're putting up all sorts of old wet garbage as streamers. They're, they've made chairs out of uh, cans, old cans and boxes. Everybody, you must get ready. The place is filled with all sorts of different actors. Where is the starring lady? Uh, sorry, I, I've forgotten most of this play. I, uh, I wrote it feverishly. It's one page long. And I was not expecting this many characters to be in it. Do you mind if I take a peek at it again? Oh, and I'm yes. crying. Oh, 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 the tears. It appears to be a problem. Everybody who reads the script begins to cry. Uh, and the check has slowly started deteriorating and parts of the script is missing. <laughs> Wait, where are my lines? Perhaps I'll, I'll, uh, I'll write some new ones quickly. Wait. They're here. The audience is here. I hope this goes well. Oh, break all your legs. That goes the triply lights. for you, cockroaches. <laughs> uh, one of the cockroaches lights up a cigarette and goes, Hey! Method acting, as always. He's sort of like a Fonzie-like character. The audience rushes in everybody's super excited they take their seats uh and the lights go down the curtain opens on uh, a cockroach nobody can see it hey where's the play pipe down started take out your opera glasses made out Come of on. discarded coke and brio bottles Everybody puts on their Coke bottle glasses and looks through and they can see this little cockroach and he's doing the best tap dance they've ever seen. Oh my God, that's, so, that's amazing. I'm just a writer in the city. Tap, 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 tap. Just trying to make my life going nice and pretty. Tap, 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 tap. And then in comes a rat, a big fat rat that looks like the landlord. Cut to the landlord in the audience, and he's laughing. He's got a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> it's so true to life. If they change a word of my play, I'm burning the entire place down. The landlord comes in and says, Where's the money? I need the money. The cockroach does a little tap dance. 
I gotta write. Sorry, busy. Boss, what's... <laughs> what's the next line? It, uh... Uh, improvise. It's, it's smudged out. Um, okay, uh, the, uh, rat turns to the audience. Can anybody give me a location? Apartment. <laughs> okay, and can anybody give me, like, uh, like a scenario, you know, like, uh, something you would go... Gotta pay rent. Got, okay, yeah. Okay, so there's an apartment. We gotta pay rent on an apartment. That's really good, and we need, uh... We need a little twist here. We need something, uh, you the know. Landlord's me, a rat, and yeah, okay, you're and a cockroach. A Great. The rat and the cockroach look at each other with very scared eyes. They're both nervous. I don't know about this, Mikey. I've never done improv before. I need to pay rent. Oh my God! It's so true to life. It's beautiful. And uh, then the writer makes a billion dollars. And uh, he's immortalized forever. If only I could recapture my childhood. And he says uh, he dies. Rosebud. <laughs> Rosebud. Sorry, sorry, what was that? Rosebud. Rosebud. Is that important? Rosebud. I don't know. He... You got yeah. a fever. You see all of the these Dickensian characters, all of his maids around him. I heard he I heard Rosebud is what he called his little anus. Please, sir, can I have some more pay? I'm gonna take his drapes, and by that I mean his pubic hair. <laughs> so what do you think, Shane? <laughs> Ooh, it harkens back to the greatest of the playwrights we've got. Oh my god, I forgot that this was uh Stanley Slobsky. This was a thing you're doing. Stanley Slobsky, the great actor. Uh, <laughs> Larry Olive. Who's brilliant? Brilliant. Brilliant. Falling in and out of my persona. Now, are you planning to do this as a stage production or as a film? No, no, it's a movie, it's a film. A movie film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the business, we call um, movies motion pictures. <laughs> or moving pictures. It's incredible how different it is, you know? It's just our cultures, you being from high society. I've never heard that term before. Yes, you see, Connor grew up in Aurora as well. It's Aurora, Ontario, Canada, Roxburgh, Lower South London. Uh, but he he lived maybe half a kilometer southwest of me. And as a result, our accents are wildly different. Our essentially expectations I'm from of moving pictures, wildly different. He went to the Rogers video. I, of course, went to the Blockbuster. Very tale of two cities. Shane would be widescreen, I'd be full screen. And isn't that tragic? I I like it. It's bigger. Uh, well, uh, sometimes I'd have to get the full screen and I'd just squint so I can't see the top of the bottom and I would feel right at home. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, Shane, do you, so what do you think? Do you think that's a... Do you have any, any notes for that? Sign sealed. 
delivered. You liked it. Okay, well, that's amazing. Yes. Now, who are you planning to cast? Who was I planning to cast? Yes, is the writer, is the landlord, is the cockroach writer, is the rat landlord? I was thinking Danny DeVito for all of it. Do you animate it and then Danny DeVito does the voices for all of them. Excellent. Yeah. And to di- direct? Yeah, Danny DeVito. I really liked Matilda. That's a great film. Yeah, and he directed it. A lot of it. slobby people eating chocolates in that film. and Yeah. I feel right at home. Yeah, you really get a, a glimpse into Frank Reynolds and how it's not really that much of a character after you see the stuff that Danny DeVito thinks is worth filming. But he's good. I like him. I like him a lot. I like him. Uh, Shane, what do you have for us? I also have a feature film. Uh, I think TV is distasteful. I think music is distasteful. I think theater is unpleasant. <laughs> What's that mean? Uh, <laughs> Never heard that word before. What's that? Disagreeable, mean? undesirable, <laughs> off-putting. Oh yes, thank uninviting. You. No, that's good. That yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now, uh, my film, uh, the working title, <laughs> of course, mm. uh, was going to be Baby's Day Out. <laughs> uh, right. Much to my dismay, yeah, already been made. Baby has had a day out, so they mm-hmm. say. So uh, we're switching things up a little bit, and it will be Adults Day Out. Much of the plot remains the same. The casting will be easier in finding an adult rather than a baby. Okay, so he's... Babe, so this is just an adult. A lot of the things that I think could be solved, and like the problems that are in a baby's day out, I haven't seen the movie, but I imagine it's that it's a baby. You know, yes. and, and they would be solved if the main character wasn't a baby. So you're saying uh, the great diaper shortage and the dark night of the soul at the end of Act 2 would be solved if the baby simply needed larger diapers because he was older? That's preposterous. I was thinking maybe just he could, you know, use the washroom because by that he's an adult, he's potty trained. It's not an issue. Bold of you to assume. Well, let's get into the film. And we'll see how things go. Great. Uh, exterior. Day. Baby's day. Out. <laughs> we see the baby. Oh, baby. And keep in mind, baby is crossed out and it says adult. The adult uh, has wandered out of his home's doggy door. And he begins to waltz down the street. <sighs> that was so hard to get out of the... Ow. Fuck. God, we got a small dog. Fuck, that hurt. I scraped my toe. Bad. Fuck. He lights a cigarette. I do see some of the the humorous imagery doesn't work without the incongruity. I think think we're getting it. It's it's okay. Okay. I think it's all right. He, He lights a cigarette. What a beautiful day for my baby's day out. Oh, sorry. You you have the old version of the script. Anytime you see baby, say adult. Oh, Legally, okay. please. Great. Now's a great day for adults day out. 
The adult continues to crawl down the street, uh, seeing shocked looks. Uh, a dog does a double take. What? A parrot does a double take and says, That's an adult! Uh, and uh, he comes across a woman who appears to be buxom and lactating. Hey, baby. Baby. Uh, no, ba- anytime it says baby, switch to adult, please. Okay. Hey, adult doll. How you doing? You got some beautiful adult blues in those sockets of yours. Hey, adult oh need a, adult needs some milky. Oh my, what a cute little adult. Yes. Oh, get up here, you must be hungry. Shane, this is getting strange. I don't see the problem. Okay. Now, what do you mean maybe, by maybe, strange? Well, I, I, just, I feel like maybe we're getting into some sort of fetish territory or something here. Um, it, I, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me and I'm just like sort of projecting, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm just seeing something that's not there. So maybe, maybe we keep going. Uh, All know. right. So the adult uh, takes the uh, nipple of the <laughs> mother and has a lunch. This is so detailed. Well, we can sort of skim past the details here. Let's sort of. This uh, is page after page of. This is this looks like like a medical manual. There are illustrations. The process of breastfeeding. This is yeah. This no. There's a there's a cross section of a breast here. Hmm. I uh, really want to get. I was all very the wrong saying that this was sexual. This is no, no way sexual. Absolutely not. No. I, if you've seen the Terrence Malick film Tree of Life, I would yeah, love yeah. to have a scene embedded in it where we go back to the creation of the universe and uh, tie together the the swirling of the Milky Way of nebulas with the Milky what Way's tit looks like yes right a milky way is coming out of a giant cosmic tit a nebulonic tit Lacrimosa. and there's this beautiful this beautiful sexy space woman mm-hmm. and, and then we just, have a uh, sort of a rhyming intertextual callback to the end of 2001 with a, a, an adult in an egg in space so he's reborn yes, as an adult. Lactate mimosa. Lactate mimosa. Now, well, let's jump forward a bit because I think a lot of this will sort of come with the visuals. Yes, uh, yes. that's a very. Uh, that's something that really needs to be storyboarded out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but so, needless to say, uh, listeners, I'm looking through Shane's book here, and it looks like he's made sort of a collage out of a bunch of different Warhammer things. Uh, and nudie mags that he's yes, put together. mixed with the Sears catalog. Yeah, it looks good. Looks looks really good. Now, um, <laughs> we cut forward to uh, within a grocery store, and the adult is crawling and staring into a a jar of Gerber's adult food, and he sees himself in the Gerber adult. What the fuck? How did I get on there? That doesn't make any sense. 
Hey, 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 little adult. This isn't a place for adults. You shouldn't be here. You need an adult. Has anybody got an adult for this adult? Hello? Now, I do see, now that we've gotten a bit further, maybe the tone of the film has changed in ways I hadn't expected with such a simple search and replace Mm. on baby with adult. Yeah, I don't know if that works. (laughs) All right, well, okay. This, This scene is due for rewrites. We'll work on that. Let's cut forward to the scene in the UN. Okay, great. The UN chair recognizes the adult. (sighs) Take it away. Look, I know I'm just an adult. But I've lived long enough to see that we need to work together. All right? We all need to buck up. You know, we started... In the ancient city of Adultalon, years and years ago. <laughs> and we've come so far. And we could do so much more if we remembered what it was like when we were adults. When we There's were adults, of course, and we a didn't standing care. ovation. Uh, the president of the United States, the president of the United China, the president of Russia. All take their fingers off the button. There is. Adults aren't racist. Adults are. (laughs) Now, this is, yeah, this message would, I don't know if this message would fly well were it actually a baby, but when it's not, Shane, uh, it's a little weird, the end. Rather touching, I agree. Now, maybe... Okay, maybe we'll scrap it. I do have another script in the works. Three men and an adult. (laughs) Right, yeah. That perhaps would work better. But uh, enough about me and my work. Yes, well, I mean, well, that's uh, that's it. Thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to Writer's Room. Um, Thank you, Shane. First time you've been on in a long time. Uh, it's, I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sick of being a writer. I think I'll go back to just being a, a guy. Oh, it's that quick. Your accent's gone, eh? Yeah. After oh. getting a taste of criticism, even the smallest amount, I'm out. <laughs> That's it, eh? That's it, it wasn't immediate praise for the ac- for just having an accent and wearing a beret. Yeah, I was expecting over-the-top and, frankly, nauseating praise for the first of my works, but... Okay, well, I'll do that for you next time. Good. Okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Writer's Room. Uh, oh, wait, we typically end, Shane, on um, on a quote from one of our famous, one of our favorite famous uh, books um, or, or movies or plays or whatever, a piece of literature. Is there something you'd like to end on? Is there something you'd like to read? Uh, um, hmm. When the moon hits your eye Like a big pizza pie That's Sorry, give me a moment here Affection 
Thank you, everybody. This has been Writer's Room. Don't forget to write. <laughs> click clack, uh, click clack. Stella Rosa Wines wants to make your holidays a little bit merrier with an extra $500 in your wallet. Go to StellaRosa.com slash wish for your chance to win. Please celebrate responsibly. Celebrate. Stella Rosa. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.